Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness. It's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Hello and welcome to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair and I just got back from a short but incredible few days outdoors with my 10-year-old son. We floated on a natural lazy river called the Severe River. We rode a side-by-side four-wheeler that we rented up to 10,030 feet. We rode our bikes around a beautiful little town called Marysvale, Utah. Then we hiked to an amazing waterfall called Bullion Falls. We even built a little Lego set in between outdoor activities. And then we met and made friends with a world-class board breaker who holds multiple world records in martial arts. We had a perfect few days mostly spent outdoors. When I came back yesterday and was unpacking things and thinking, okay, what can I talk about next week on Vitality Radio? I realized that as I was unpacking my summer things, I pack a unique group of items that probably aren't found in most people's backpacks or suitcases or whatever. Now, if you're an avid listener to Vitality Radio, you've heard me talk to talk about some of these things before, but if not, uh, maybe all of this will be new to you. And if it's not, hopefully it'll at least be a good refresher. Basically, this is what I always bring, whether I'm going to the pool with the kids or I'm going hiking or I'm going on a camp out or I'm hitting an Airbnb like we did this last uh, few days. And But I know I'm going to be doing a lot of outdoor stuff. And it's not a big list. I've only picked four items to talk about today, just really short and sweet. Maybe I'll toss in a couple others as we go. But uh, let's go ahead and jump right into it. Of course, if you have questions, you can call us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. And you can jump online and check us out at vitalitynutrition.com. All the things that I'll talk about today will be available on vitalitynutrition.com and, of course, at our brick-and-mortar store in Bountiful, Utah, where we, starting in, well, the end of July anyway, so a month from now, we'll be celebrating our 46th birthday as a health and nutrition store in Bountiful, Utah. So thank you so much for your support that has gotten us all the way to 46 years. It's kind of crazy for me to even think about it, but uh, exciting nonetheless. Okay, here we go. Sunscreen. Everybody's going to think about sunscreen. That's not an uncommon packable. And you probably, hopefully, have figured out that the chemical sunscreens are nasty and full of things that you don't want to put on your kids. But every time I go out, every time I go outside to a public place, like this place was interesting. We were in Marysvale, Utah. They actually literally have t-shirts in Marysvale that say on the back, where the hell is Marysvale, Utah? It's in the middle of nowhere. And I love this place. It's an amazing little town. I don't know, a few thousand people maybe. Um, and uh, we were there in the middle of the week, no holidays. 
and we got on what can be a pretty busy river uh, floating on tubes and on a two-mile run down that lazy river, we never saw another single human being. Just me and my little guy were floating down that river. So that was interesting. But when I go to public places like swimming pools, water parks, uh, amusement parks, uh, even places where people are hiking, people where places where people are going to watch fireworks here in the next few days with the 4th of July coming up, and so on, all of these places, I see people spraying chemical sunscreen all over their kids. I was at a parade. My uh, my youngest two were in a parade. They're going to be in the musical Les Miserables uh, at the end of this month. And they, I was sitting along the parade route. There were hundreds, probably thousands of people. And I smelled this chemically smelling stuff and I heard the sound of spraying and I looked and somebody was spraying it in the wind and it was hitting me in the face, even though they were like 10 feet away from me. And I thought to myself, what I always think to myself, how many shows do I need to do to get people to stop using chemical sunscreen? And I realized that I have thousands, maybe even tens of thousands. I don't know exactly because the demographic data on podcasts is almost impossible to figure out of people who listen to my show, but I'm not Joe Rogan. I don't have, you know, millions of people uh, listening to my show. My audience is roughly the size of CNN's, uh, not Joe Rogan. Yeah, that was a joke. But anyway, you get the point. When is the word going to get out all the way that these chemical sunscreens are evil We'll link to a show I talked about them. I talked about skin cancer. I talked about what I believe is a big, fat propaganda push that the sun is evil and that sunscreen will save you from skin cancer. I don't think it's true. However, I do believe that sunscreen will save you from sunburns. And I also believe that we ought not to be overdoing it with sunscreen. And I discuss all of that in that other show. That's not what this show is about. But if that piques your interest... We'll link to that show, which I did a couple of summers ago on Vitality Radio. In the meantime, I have found a sunscreen that I am absolutely in love with. It's called Think Sport. It comes in a kid's version, an adult version. To be honest with you, near as I can tell, they're the same thing. Just one's marketed for kids, one's marketed for adults. So feel free to use either of them on yourself or your kids or grandkids. And uh, no problem. It works great. But here's the biggest thing that you have to understand. They always say apply the sunscreen half an hour before you go out into the sun. That only applies to chemical sunscreens. It does not apply to mineral-based sunscreens. Why? Because chemical sunscreens actually make a reaction in the skin that basically keeps the UV rays and kind of bounces them off. It scrambles them in the skin for lack of a more scientific term. And that takes some time to happen. But mineral sunscreens are kind of the equivalent of putting tinfoil on your skin and that it immediately starts to reflect the UV rays back off of the skin. And uh, they make you uh, sun UV repellent uh, right away. So this is what I do for me. This is what I do for my son. This is what we did this weekend. We got on the ATV. We rode for about 20 minutes. We stopped. We put sunscreen on the places where uh, the sun would be hitting us under the roof of the ATV, uh, you know, up on our knees and on my left arm and on his right arm and on my bald head. Uh, and that's where we put it. But we waited 20 
or 30 minutes, something like that. Same thing when we were tubing down the river. Brought the sunscreen with us, rubbed it on after we'd been on the river for 15, 20 minutes, giving us that amazing sun exposure that's so health-promoting with all of its best form of vitamin D production uh, that is happening from the UV rays combining with the cholesterol in your skin. So that's what we did. And then because I have a solar uh, collector for a head, uh, being a bald guy, I also bring a sun hat. And so typically I don't put sunscreen on my head. I go 20 or 30 minutes, then put my hat on for 15 or 20 minutes and then take it off and give myself another 10 or so minutes and then put it back on and so on. And what we did this time, because the sun was beating down on us uh, on the river and, of course, reflecting back off of the river, is my son, who's got a load of hair, uh, but uh, had his face exposed, even though we'd put sunscreen on it uh, a little bit. We were out for a couple of hours. We were getting wet and everything. So I just had him throw the hat over his face while he was lazily going down the river. I'd let my head get exposed for 10 minutes. I'd grab it back from him, put it over my head, and then give it back to him 10, 15 minutes later. And that's how we kept our heads and faces from getting burned. And it worked out absolutely great. Now, I've tried to do research on what I call intermittent sun. And all I can come up with is people that don't, that are, you know, work in offices and stay inside all days getting intermittent sun, you know, every so often when they go camping or something. But that's not what I call intermittent sun. I don't know if there's any research to back this up at all, but it seems to work really well for me. And you may want to give it a shot yourself. Of course, I'm not a sunscreen expert or a doctor uh, or a dermatologist. So this is just my ideas. Uh, but They've worked well for me. I'll give myself that 15, 20 minutes of exposure, and then I will uh, put my hat on, and I'll go 10, 15 more minutes till my, my skin is kind of cooled down from the sun, and then I'll take the hat off. I'll go another 10, 15 minutes. Typically, if I do that, the most I come away with is a little pinkness and um, more flushing of the skin and maybe a little bit of tenderness like it was just starting to get a little bit burned. That's exactly what happened this time. My head felt fine after I got off the river and uh, yet just a little bit of pink uh, in the skin and a little bit of just the very beginnings of what felt like maybe a little bit of burning. So then, uh, of course, like I said, didn't put the think sport on my head, but I put it on my arms and legs that were going to be exposed the entire time. No burning on the arms and legs. It was great. Um, I got a little bit of pinkness probably in the first 20 or so minutes um, where my T-shirt was higher than it usually is. So my farmer's tan climbed a little higher up on my arms, but no issues at all. And just to make sure I didn't flake, that my skin wasn't getting uh, damaged, that I was healing things up, I then applied the aloe gel from aloe life. Now, if you've heard me talk about aloe life before, you've heard Karen Masterson on uh, Vitality Radio, I believe it's the best, the absolute best aloe vera in the world. It's whole leaf. It's loaded with minerals. It's incredibly good for your skin. I rubbed it on any of the pink spots, including my full uh, skull, and uh, rubbed it on my son in a couple of spots that looked a little red. And we did that that evening. We did it again in the morning just to make sure. 
no burns, no flaking, no nothing. Everything's great. And we even got a little bit of a tan. And of course, a tan is the best natural sunscreen that we have because we know that the more tan the skin is or the more melanin is in the skin, uh, the harder it is for the skin to burn. So the Aloe Life gel was my after sun. The Think Sport uh, Aloe, or sorry, sunscreen was my pre-sun or actually mid-sun in my case, allowing us to get the vitamin D that we want, allowing us to bask in the beauty of the sun that God has created for our bodies. He didn't create it as an enemy to our bodies. I believe that's a bunch of nonsense. We just have to use wisdom when we're in the sun. Now, when we were on the river, there I've been on this river a couple of times before, never had much trouble with bugs, but this last winter in Utah, we had the most snowfall we've ever had, or at least in recorded history, beating even the year of 1983, where we flooded like crazy that whole spring and uh, everything went absolutely nuts. Um, this winter was even more. We just had a mellow uh, spring the temperature's been in the 70s and 80s, not the 90s and close to 100 like it typically is in Utah in June. And as such, we haven't had any flooding, but there's been so much wet that, oh my goodness, were there a lot of skeeters down there. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I don't know how it is where you live, but where I live in Utah, you can spray as much DEET on you as you want. You can spray as much natural sun or uh, mosquito repellent as you, you want. You can cover yourself up as much as you want, and those buggers will get you a little bit almost no matter what. I've never found anything that is a perfect fix against mosquitoes, and it depends. It's really weird. Uh, some areas I don't get bit as much. Other areas I get bit more. Whatever it is, I don't get it. And then, of course, my sweetheart, Jen, she doesn't get bit. She could be in a cave that was loaded with genetically modified mosquitoes that were set on attack mode, and I don't think any one of them would eat her. I don't know what's wrong in her blood, but it must not be sweet enough. I don't know what it is, but lucky girl, right? I get bit a lot. I'm Mr. Mosquito uh, Magnet, and uh, it is what it is. But here's what I have discovered. For my money, DEET, which we know has some real issues with it and is potentially really harmful and dangerous, or maybe not as dangerous as we think. The verdict, I think, is frankly still out on that. I used to think that uh, that was solved, but Nobody seems to be able to agree on it. We just know it's a man-made chemical designed to prevent mosquitoes from wanting to bite you and other, you know, bite, biting flies and all that kind of stuff. But I've been in the most mosquito-ridden places in the world and, I, and out of desperation using those chemicals when I would normally use natural stuff, especially years ago when I had less access to natural stuff. There's a lot better stuff on the market right now. You may have used Off, Deet Free, or some of these you know name brand products, and they're not too bad. I mean, they're relatively clean. Um, they usually have some chemicals in them I still don't love, but they're relatively clean, and they can work okay. But I don't think I've ever found anything that works better than Bug Repel from Purify Skin Therapy, a local Utah essential oil company. We have their products, and we were the first retailer to carry their products in the whole world. Uh, I've known Holly Draper for years. In fact, she is, in my opinion, the greatest mind in essential oils in the world, certainly the greatest one I've ever met. 
And she's going to be on Vitality Radio in just about a week or two. I'm interviewing her uh, the, a week from now, I believe. And so she'll be on in the next couple of weeks talking about essential oils. And if you've never heard Holly Draper talk essential oils, you're missing out. So stay tuned for that. She put out a product called Bug Repel. And this is the thing I love about it. Mosquito repellent's expensive. I don't know if you've noticed. It's kind of spendy and it goes pretty quick. Natural stuff or synthetic. It's not, you know, $1,000, but you'll pay... 12, 15, 20 bucks for a good size mosquito repellent and you go through it relatively quickly. Well, the bug repel is a half an ounce bottle, but you only put about 10 drops in a couple of ounces of water, depending on how strong you want it. I actually usually use 15 or 20 drops because I'd rather have it stronger than weaker. I think the stuff smells fantastic, which is awesome. So I don't worry about that part of it. You add it to water with a spray top and you spray it on just like regular mosquito repellent. And the stuff's the best I've ever seen. We had so many bugs down there. I still got bit a few times, but no kidding. I probably should have walked away with 30 or 40 bites from the river to the place that we rented the tubes was about 300 yards, maybe. And that walk was like the walk of mosquito death. It was unbelievable how many there were. And I think I got about four or five bites. Same with my son. I think we should have gotten so many more. So a big, big fan of bug repel, all natural, uh, fantastic repellent. I love the stuff. Now, what do you do if there's first aid needs when you're out on the trail? Or, you know, you're out hiking like we were. My son and I, we went, we, we, we rode our ATV up to around 9,000 feet. And then there was actually too much uh, snow in the road at some places. We couldn't actually go above that, believe that or not, at the very end of June. Kind of crazy. But there's also this spot where the trail just won't support a four-wheeler. But if you want to go see Bullion Falls, you've got to hike. And you've got to hike about another three 400 elevation uh, feet and you're already at 9,000 feet, so it's a it's a pretty good little uh, hike, and uh, we did it. But uh, my son, who is uh, very shy, uh, he needed to pee, and there was nobody within a thousand yards of us. I mean, we we were up there completely alone. He decided to walk uphill on a very slippery slope, and uh, as he came downhill, he slipped and he skinned his knee a little bit. Nothing crazy. Uh, he uh, was fine. No tears or anything like that. But it reminded me that I was grateful that I had brought some first aid stuff with us just in case. The things I bring, it's actually a, a two-pack of things. I bring colloidal silver gel for burns, scrapes, cuts, especially if there's an open wound of some sort. Uh, it is fantastic. My favorite brand of that is actually Silver Suticles. Uh, I love their colloidal silver gel. And we also bring with us uh, once uh, any kind of any once the healing has kind of taken place and things have scabbed over just a little bit, my favorite ointment to help heal it up, prevent scarring, all that kind of stuff is Dr. Christopher's tissue, complete tissue and bone ointment. I am a huge believer in both of those products. They both have their own kind of unique purpose. Uh, the one colloidal silver gel, you can look at that as like a natural neosporin without all the antibiotics in it. Much, much cleaner and easier on the skin. Non-toxic, uh, preventative of all kinds of uh, infections and things like that. Like that. 
And then the Dr. Christopher's more of the healing ointment, great for sprains and strains and pulls, as, so the deeper stuff as well as uh, scratches and, and, and scabs and all that kind of stuff. Those, in my opinion, all of those things that I've talked about ought to be right in the medicine cabinet and in your little first aid kit when you go out and about. Okay, so that's what we did. We had an incredible time. The 4th of July is yesterday, as this will be produced, even though I'm recording it right before. But we still got a good couple of months of summertime activities coming. I hope this information is helpful for you. These are tried and true things that I have used through six children, and I've got a couple of grandchildren coming. I've got a couple of grandchildren from my sweetheart, Jen, already, and we plan to use those uh, whenever needed as the summer days progress along uh, year after year in this family. I hope this has been helpful information for you. I want to tell you, as we do come up to our 46th anniversary and birthday sale. I know that most people listening to this show had never heard of Vitality Nutrition until the last year or so. And to you who are new, I am so incredibly grateful to you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank you so much for supporting us, for embracing uh, my way of thinking and speaking about these things. I greatly appreciate it for supporting our store locally and supporting our web store at vitalitynutrition.com. And for the rest of you who've been with me for a while, some of you've known me for those 45 years are very close. Uh, I'm thinking of one guy in particular uh, who always reminds me that I was seven when he started shopping at Vitality Nutrition. Uh, and I just want to say thank you to those who have been along for the long ride or even somewhere in the middle. It means the world to me that I've become somewhat of a trusted source for you for this type of advice and information. I hope that what I bring to you delivers um, goodness and healthiness and beauty to your family. I appreciate you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your summer. I can't wait to talk to you again in just a few more days. Thank you for listening to me. My name is Jared St. Clair, and this has been Vitality Radio. been listening to the vitality radio podcast enjoy your week in the meantime jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it vitality radio is researched and written by jared st Clair. our awesome music is by brian bob young support vitality radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on apple podcasts youtube or your favorite podcast source don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you.